0: today i am joined by certified sound therapist mayara salsa mayara grew up in brazil and she had a traumatic childhood where she endured a lot of abuse so she started using sound therapy which uses acoustic sound to help her clients relax their nervous system and release emotions that might be trapped in the body so we're going to be talking to her about her story and what sound therapy is and how it helps people. So, Mayara, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Curtis. I appreciate it.
0: Why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah. So, as you said, I grew up in Brazil and it was uh, difficult. So, my father was an alcoholic and he passed away at 37 years old when I was only four And the place where I'm from, alcohol was kind of like pretty common. It was, you know, kind of a poor neighborhood and it was kind of tricky afterwards because it was just my mom raising me and my two brothers. So there was a lot of struggle. And what I say that it was probably the most difficult part of it was the mentality, the lack and scarcity mentality that kind of sticks with you throughout your life. So it was, it was really tricky. And because of that mentality, there was a lot of just dysfunctional, you know, people. And yeah, like I said, there was a lot of abuse. And, you know, now as an adult, I know that I wasn't like an isolated case. It was kind of, you know, around and it got me into a very heavy dependency on alcohol since I was like 12. And that was like a huge part of my teen, teen years. And I was always trying to move to America And it's very difficult when you come from a poor, you know, family, a poor neighborhood. And I kept trying until I finally did get to move here in my mid-20s. And it started my whole healing process that got me to where I am today.
0: So you have a decade worth of healing work and trauma and consciousness work. So explain to people what that is and what made you get into that.
1: Yeah, it was fear (laughs) that started the whole thing. So because my father had a heart attack at 37 and he passed, was his first heart attack ever. I don't remember anybody mentioning that he had like heart conditions or anything like that. I think he was just like very angry and drank a lot. And so it just happened. So when, because I started at like 12 years old and it was always like alcohol was a huge part of my life throughout my teens, throughout my 20s. When I moved here in my mid 20s, I was kind of expecting, you know, life to completely change that dream that everybody has. And once I got here and a few years started passing by, I noticed that nothing really would change if I wouldn't change. Like I changed locations, but I brought my addiction with me. So as soon as I got to America, I met the people that were, you know, drinking people. And I started going to places where I could drink a lot. And like I said, nothing really would change if I wouldn't change. And when I was getting closer to the thirties house it's where this little voice inside of me started kind of coming up again and again that, you know, I was getting close to the thirties and my father was 37 and I was living pretty much the same lifestyle. So my thing with the alcohol was that I was drinking so much that during the day I was very like irritated and, you know, hung over most days and it gets you kind of angry at life and everything. So it was just, like mirrors, miserable. Because I was living in that way, kind of like my father's footsteps and like bad foods and all this stuff that accompany, you know, this kind of behavior, I started becoming scared of, you know, also having a heart problem because of my drinking problem. And I was scared because when he passed, I was four. And when I moved to America, I brought my daughter. She was three when we moved here. So a few years went by after we got here. And I started getting scared to, you know, go down the same path. And out of fear, I'm very curious. I like to research stuff. I'm very, very curious. And I read a lot and I research a lot on things that I'm interested in. So out of fear, I started researching like heart condition and, you know, like, what could I do? Because what we learn is that we are, you know, damned by our genes and, this and that chronic condition runs in the family and you're probably going to develop it too because, you know, your parents had it, your grandparents, whatever. And I know that alcohol was a huge thing in my family. And I, I was already like, you know, also addicted. And then through my research, I came across epigenetics and realized that, well, not so much. We develop the same conditions because we follow the same lifestyle. And then the same conditions develop and we turn on the same genes and turn off the same genes. And and then it's, you know, we leave, relive the same story as our parents, grandparents. And that was a huge aha moment for me because I was very scared in a sense of like, if he had it, I'll probably have it too. And that's it. Kind of like powerlessness and learning that from epigenetics, it was more of like, Well, I can always change lifestyle. It's not the easiest thing to do, but it is way more possible than like not having my father's genes, right? So I started with that. Like, how can I completely change my lifestyle? I never really, until up to that point, I never really had thought about not drinking. Like, you know, it wasn't really like an idea that I ever had. It was just my life. You know, what I did was work and go to parties and bars and stuff where I could drink and drink at home too. So I started the whole changing lifestyle through meditation. And it was one of the first things that, you know, I came across and I I explored like a variety of types of meditation, like studying it and practicing it, you know, see what stick. And I did like a whole bunch of these 10 years, I did a whole bunch of different types of meditation. And what brought me to become a sound therapist was that I noticed the use of sound in meditations you know there was guided meditations there were you know meditations with binaural beats and and all that stuff there was plant medicine where they sing to you so there is the intention on the song and you know the vibration coming to you and then I came across this specific method that I do that's called biofuel tuning and it's the use of sound with intention so And also through meditation, it started becoming easier to come across other practices that could help me to totally shift lifestyle. So I changed the way I eat. I started becoming more aware of my environment, you know, things that I could change that would affect my behavior. And it started changing everything like within and without, like being very aware of my environment and changing everything, you know, places that I would go, people that I would keep around, even like, you know, organizing things more in my environment and everything started changing. Like, I don't know. It's like, it's almost like the world started opening and bringing in even more things that could be beneficial for my health. And I started like losing weight and looking better, you know, skin cleared up. And I started noticing like all the benefits that come out of it that I was reading about. And then I started doing those things and I started noticing within myself too. So then it's when I started transitioning, I was working in an office in like marketing and sales. And then I started doing all of this and people started asking me what I was doing, how was I able to quit alcohol and, you know, lose weight and all those things that were happening. And I started sharing until I started coaching people until I came across sound and I just fell in love with it. Like, it's absolutely amazing. Every single session that I do, I learn some more and it's just keeps blowing my mind. So yeah. So now I teach people a whole variety of holistic practices that they can do to shift their lifestyle in that sense. And mainly sound therapy. I do Private sessions, I do like corporate. If you want to put a group of people together, I'll come to your company, do that kind of thing, one-on-one. I do a lot of distance sessions, remote sessions. It works just as well as in person. And I'm falling in love with it. The more I do it, the more it blows my mind and the more I love it. It's incredible.
0: Well, explain to those who don't know, what what is sound therapy? What is a certified sound therapist?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So the method that I use, it's called biofield tuning. So we use tuning forks the same way that we use tuning forks to tune an instrument and get it balanced and in harmony. We do that to the human body. So by now we know that on an atomic level, we are only little balls of energy vibrating and everything that vibrates creates this electromagnetic field around it. So we do have this electromagnetic field around our bodies, just like the earth has this electromagnetic field around itself, and uh, it gets unbalanced by interference from the environment. And even like our minds, you know, our our thought processes and and all of that gets, gets our vibration out of alignment, you know, in disharmony. And so when we use the tuning forks, it's not necessarily that we are doing any healing or the forks themselves, as much as we are giving the body an input so that the body can do its own healing. It it needs that input of a harmonized frequency so that it can harmonize with that harmony. And so anything that is out of balance, that is out of harmony causes a result and it can be insomnia, you know, it can be difficulty digesting food, it can be even like period cramps and stuff like that. All the cycles, you know, that we have, they get out of balance and it creates like chronic pain. And all this stuff that we, we see, you know, in, in our society today, like stress, you know, mental stress, physical, psychological stress, it's just everywhere, emotions, you know, like we, we don't feel like we're safe to express our emotions. And then it gets stored and it creates this unbalance in how the body is vibrating. So the body uses that harmony from the forks, from each frequency that we use different forks, to listen to how it's vibrating itself and uses that harmonized frequency to balance itself. It's very, very, very interesting. Another layer of that is that that electromagnetic field that we have around our bodies, we believe that we store our experiences within that field it's kind of part of talking about like our minds are not like inside of our brains. Our minds are like everywhere. It's this one collective mind that is on the quantum field connecting everything. And yes, inside of us and outside of us. And it's like one example, it's like how we perceive the same situation in a completely different way. Like if if you and I look At the same situation, you are gonna perceive parts of it, you know, like your angle of it, your details, and I'm gonna perceive differently. And the way we look at it, it's like that's because we bring to our field our own prior experiences, and so they are the lenses within which we perceive that reality in front of us. So because I have a completely different past than you do, your your lenses in your electromagnetic field around your body are completely different than my lenses. So when we bring that baggage per se into our reality, it's filtering how we are perceiving that reality. And so when we use the forks and the frequency passes through those blocks of energy of experiences and traumas and all this stuff that we have lived, it dismantles it. It dismantles all of those blocks of energy in our field and allow it to go back into circulation, like free circulation. A lot of people say process it. Right. So it processes those emotions and feelings and, and stuff that has happened to us. So once that happens, it's not there anymore. And when we have that stuff around us, it's what we call like the triggers, you know, people do something and we get, you know, triggered like angry or pissed off or sad or whatever. It, we believe that that's what it is. It's like unprocessed emotions and feelings and stories and stuff that we have stored. So, once the sound comes and dismantle that stuff and clear it up out of the way, you don't have that baggage anymore. You just perceive things clearly for what they are, you know, just what it is. It is what it is. And you don't bring any baggage to it, any emotional and, you know, baggage that you have from the past, you don't bring it to it anymore. So I love the feedback that people give to me that once they start doing more regular sessions and they start peeling off those layers, like onion, you know, peeling off layers and layers of unprocessed stuff that we are holding on to, they notice that they don't get as triggered anymore. You know, people that used to bring up like anger in them, it's like they keep behaving the same way and the person couldn't care less. You know, they feel more free to just navigate their environment without being so triggered. And, and that to me, it's like, what else do you want? You know, like to navigate a space of like chaos and static and maintain your inner peace. To me, that's like the biggest freedom we can have.
0: So how popular is sound therapy? Are you the only sound therapist out there? Or can you give some kind of history of sound therapy?
1: Oh, my gosh, I'm definitely not the only one. There's a lot of people doing this, like especially the method that I use. There's a lot of people doing like sound baths with, you know, bowls, singing bowls and crystal bowls and all that. Um, what I hear when I do my research, when I, what I get to see is that we have been using sound for like thousands of years there's research out there that that shows that thousands and thousands of years ago, they were already using sound for healing. There's a lot of people that say that the pyramids in, in Egypt were built as sound. It, it's like a sound. How do I explain it? It's like a, it, it balances your, it's kind of like what we do. It balances out how you are vibrating, kind of like the sound hitting the walls and coming back to you. It's like a, a form of sound healing. I'm not sure how it works, but there's a lot of people that are studying what were they created for. And a lot of people say that that's what it is. Like the way that the sound frequency, I forget the word, but kind of like hits the walls and comes back to the body. It's very healing. And there's a whole lot of other things like South America. There's a lot of sacred instruments that they use like thousands and thousands of years ago. Talk about the didgeridoo, you know this huge root that root that you blow on it, and and it's like an amazing sound that brings a lot of healing to the body. So definitely, like thousands of years, we've been using this. Like even the Bible says, "In the beginning was the sound." When you go back to you know prior translations before we get to these more late translations that we have today, the prior ones, the more original ones, they they said sound, like in the beginning was sound. So yeah, it's been around for a while. And there's a lot of practitioners that do different methods. So the way that I differentiate this method from the one that I mean, to me, it seems to be the most popular one, that is the sound bath with some sort of balls, is that I, I look at the sound bath as kind of like broad. It brings a lot of relaxation to the body. You, you notice that you're like very calm afterwards and all that. And then I look at the method that we do as more precise and specific. Like you show up with a condition that you want to treat, like chronic pain or depression or anxiety, you know, excessive, like negative thoughts, cycles and stuff like that like I said, digestive problems, insomnia, whatever it is that you show up with, we directly address that situation. And we notice that we notice release afterwards. You know, you start doing the sessions and even like with one session, people notice a lot of release. Sometimes they like cry a lot in the session and you can see how much release of energy it's happening. And then they notice already difference, you know, in their lives on how they are interacting with their environment, how they're responding to their environment. They already notice more calmness. So I noticed that this difference of being very like precise and specific for whatever it is that you show up with. And even if you show up for just a relaxation, it's kind of the same thing. The body is so Intelligent in, in its own composition, that even if you show up and you don't have anything like specific in mind that you want to work on, but you show up to like relax and, and stuff like that, the body does what needs to be done. And you do still notice afterwards this kind of shift, you know, in how you are responding to the world, to the environment around you. So that's what I love about this method. This specificity of, you know, whatever it is that you want to address, we can address just that
0: can you tell us about some of the different methods of sound therapy out there so people will know kind of you know kind of give a brief description of the different methods
1: yes so this one that i was mentioning for instance this, the sound bath they use singing bowls they have like himalayan bowls they have crystal bowls they have different types of bowls and they place them in different areas of the body like the energy centers in the body because each one resonates on a different frequency that can adjust a different energy body, energy center in, in the body. And so the person lays down and they put the bowls on top of them and just, you know, put, I don't know how they call the, the little stick that they pass on the bowl. It feels very relaxing. It's very, very nice. They also do like when they use the big, big, big bowls, they don't put it on you, but they just make the sound around you. And it's like really relaxing, really relaxes the nervous system. It's, it's quite cool. There's the GGD do that, you know, it's this big, big root. Usually, the way I've done it, it's the same thing. You lay down and they come with the GGD do and put put it on top of you and blow on it. And it's fair, like you can feel the sound kind of going in, the vibration. It's quite cool, too. There's like cyma- sematic, Cymatic, I think, Cymatics. It's the study of the, how the sound effects matter. You can, they put like, sand on a plate and, and plug sound into it and make it vibrate. And it creates like forms and, and it's really beautiful. It looks like, a it can look like parts of animals and, and stuff like that. The patterns are amazing, just like a snowflake pattern. It's like perfect and, and beautiful. So it proves how energy and vibration can affect matter. And they do that also. They put other material in there, water and and other stuff, and you can see the patterns forming in, in everything. There's such a variety, it's such a big variety. They use sacred instruments, like in South America. That's a pretty common thing for thousands of years. They've been using sacred instruments that they build like out of wood, and it's a lot of them are pretty cool because they sound like animals. You know, it's it's very interesting. Um, yeah there's there's a whole variety of different types of sound healing out there but I haven't like studied them as as deeply as I have studied this one that I do the, it's called biofield tuning so we're tuning the electromagnetic field of the body and the energy centers within the body so this is the one that I I would be able to explain to you the most how it works
0: do you have any current or upcoming projects that you're working on that people need to know about
1: I do. So I also because I share with with people with my clients, these holistic practices that I do that was like a huge part of my process of healing, I put together as a program that I'm going to launch pretty soon in the next few weeks. That is a 10 week program that I will share all these tools. And they are all like very easy, you know, it's teaching people that are starting just beginning with the healing process, how to meditate. And, you know, there's journaling, gratitude exercises, and I talk a lot about grounding, stepping barefoot on the ground and, you know, receiving the sun, like doing some sun gazing or just receiving sunlight to recharge our our batteries. It's how we look at it from this method. We recharge the negative ions from the earth, from the electromagnetic field of the earth, and the positive charge from the sun that recharges going back and forth, up, up and down our bodies, recharging our bodies as a big battery. So I teach them how to do that. So it's like very simple, easy practices. That's nothing like expensive, you know, how to do your own self-care at home, how to do even sound healing at home by like humming and doing like toning with your voice, finding areas of tension in the body and releasing it with your voice. So it's a pretty interesting program. It's very complete and I'm going to be launching it in the next few weeks. It's going to be up on my website, on social media and I also started putting more group sessions at the distance for people that are curious about it, but they don't want to commit. Like if you don't want to commit to like a full session for yourself or buy a package of a few sessions, I've been putting together group sessions at the distance that you can do from the comfort of your bed or your couch and my clients love to do it at the distance because it works just as well. You can feel all the energy flowing through you. You can feel the whole session happening from your house. And we're just on the phone. We don't even need to do Zoom. I do Zoom for the group session, but everybody can, can keep their camera and mic off and just relax, put a headphones on or just on the speaker and just relax. And you feel it all moving through you. And it's a lot cheaper because it's a group session and you can get to get introduced to it. And so I'm putting more of those together and it's all this information is on my website so that, because what I want is for people to be introduced to the method, you know, and if you don't want to come to a full session and a package of a few sessions, like right off the bat, you have an opportunity to be introduced to the method in that way. And, and it's amazing how my clients love doing that. They love the distance sessions. They love being at home and feeling comfortable. You know, they light up a candle or some incense or something like that, put on, you know, eye mask to make it like very dark. So that they can go within and really be in their body, feel what's going on. So it's quite amazing. Like people are loving to do it this way from home.
0: Give out your website and social media so people can stay connected with you. And for those who want to check out, check out Sound Therapy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I send people to my website so I don't have to give people like a whole bunch of links. All, everything's in there. All the information that I talk about is there, all the packages that I offer, like a lot of information on how sound healing works, you know, before you get into it, if you want to learn more, I have a whole bunch of information on the website. I have links to all social media. I have everything in there and it's pretty easy. It's my first and last name, Mayara-Sosa.com.
0: mayara Yeah. Go ahead and close us out with some final thoughts.
1: Yeah, so I like to do a little challenge really quickly. People really, when they are starting on the healing process, the, one of the first things that they ask, it's like, how do I even start? What's like easy first steps that I can, you know, easy to take so I don't procrastinate and don't push it away. And I do this little challenge of like 30 days and then send me an email, let me know what happens. It's pretty easy, just three steps for more self-awareness. And it's prayer, meditation and journaling. And the prayer is not necessarily like religious, you know, it's it's a point of just like sitting quiet with whatever you believe in, God, the universe, your creator, just this, you know, unified intelligence that created us all. Just sit with it for a moment and, you know, just connect to it in coming from, from a place of like gratitude, you know, for being here for this opportunity to live this life. It's very interesting how much that can change your life. If you, if you separate like a few minutes in the morning before you start your day to do that little prayer for like two minutes and then you meditate. If you are not a meditator, even if it's like five minutes, just so you can create consistency, you know, to sit quiet and just listen, see what your creator will bring back to you as you speak to it. And then journal to see what came out. So if you if you reserve like 15 minutes out of your day for like 30 days to do this in the morning and do it every day, I can guarantee that you're gonna notice difference. You're gonna become more aware of you know yourself, your environment, how your environment is affecting you and all of that. And I would love to hear, you know, go to my website, send me an email, let me know what happened. I get very interesting feedbacks from people that are starting the healing process and, and go through this little challenge for 30 days. It's re- it can really transform your life. It's quite interesting.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, myaraSolsa.com. Be sure to follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible. Android listeners, go to the Google Play Store and download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app. Mayara, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your expertise on sound therapy.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the platform to share this.